So this is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast and today I'm with David Martin. David, what's your official title at the Hidden Door Festival? Well, my official title is Creative Director of Hidden Door and also, I guess, the founder of Hidden Door. Yeah, you told me recently that actually I thought Hidden Door started in the... um, the place on Market Street, the Arches, but you told me you'd started it before then. Well, Hidden Door started off as a kind of chat with me and my art students. I teach at Lee School of Art and uh, we were trying to figure out what on earth they were going to do with all their art once they left the school and trying to encourage them to do some kind of DIY exhibition. I was always a big fan of DIY pop-up kind of stuff and I was like, why don't we put on an exhibition? Maybe we could, you know, get a pub and put some art up and even get some bands to come and play and that's where it started and that was in 2009 and then someone mentioned why don't we do it in the Roxy, the Roxy Art House as it was called then and uh, basically I went and had a look and I thought oh this is a bit big (laughs) and then uh, that's kind of what where it started really so in 2010 we ended up putting on this event that was quite um, Really DIY, very DIY. If there's such a thing, Um, yeah, it's good. It's good fun. You've come a long way. Yeah, we have. Well, we we did a couple of things that year. The first one was in January 2010, and we loved it. It was like it was like a sort of collect. We didn't even know what we were. We didn't know if Hidden Door was a collective or if it was a festival or if it was just an event or or how. We didn't have a clue really what how to market it, but we did have this quite clever idea of involving a lot of people and getting all them to bring all their friends and sell tickets and we we had two sort of ticket slots so even though the Roxy only had a capacity of 500 we only put it on for two days we sold 2,000 tickets and we thought this might work (laughs) but then when we were like doing all the you know we're cutting up all the cash at the end we um, found out that the bar at the Roxy had made more money than we had in the tickets and that's when we thought actually we need to we need to run our own site, we need to run our own bars, and the bars will will fund it. People might not want to pay to see art, but they definitely want to pay for a drink. So we should probably explain where, where we're actually standing right now is um, on the north side of the Granton Gasometer. And uh, this is where Hidden Door Festival is going to be um, in September. It's the 15th to the 19th, isn't it? That's right. That seems a long time away, but you're it's already in big planning mode here. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a long time away to us. When you look around this site here, you can see rubble and lots of bits of broken stuff and weeds everywhere. But looming over this kind of open site is the gasometer, which is this 157 foot high steel gas tower, which is kind of like an iconic industrial landmark. And I've always like thought it was amazing and I actually didn't know you could get up quite this close to it so when um, we were in the middle of lockdown the sort of second the winter lockdown and uh, we were thinking we'd, we need to do an outdoor hidden door we were we were scooting about the city trying to find anywhere at all because hidden doors always been indoors and uh, we've always used buildings you know and, and, and this was the first time we'd really seriously kind of dealt with the idea of doing something in the open air like mm-hmm. what normal festivals do really, but we hadn't, that wasn't the sort of way we were running things. But uh, driving around, you know, cycling about and kind of p- 
peering through these railings at this gas tower and uh, one thing led to another and we eventually managed to get onto the other side of the gates and we're in this big fenced kind of yard really, a sort of industrial yard that used to be yeah. part of the Grant and Gasworks. I, ha I, ha I had got this wrong because I think, I thought you were going to be in the park on the south side of the gasometer but actually this is quite a discreet fenced area that you're going to have the festival in. So this is, and some of this is hard standing, some of it is tarmacked. So this is actually a lot easier than the grassed area I had envisaged you in on the other side, which has got hills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the kind of park on the other side is quite nice, but um, there's a lot of challenges there, bizarrely. Even like just digging into the ground to secure something like yeah. a stage. Um, there's a lot of problems with that because the gas works and the, the chemicals and everything that have seeped into the, the soil actually, yeah. it's not safe. Yeah, but you've got, so you've got quite nice tarmac area. I mean, they're almost like roads. I'm glad in, you think it's nice. Bit. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure it's I think it's nice. nice. You're going to make oh it nice. Oh my word. But, but what I Are mean we? is you've got quite, you've got some quite flat areas because I know you're going to put up things like, um, stretch tents and stuff like that to to protect people a little bit from the weather if yes. there is weather and uh, so but this is going to be quite nice now how many people do you, you you don't really know how many people you can get in here because you don't know what the level of restrictions will be I mean that's been one of the huge challenges of trying to kind of plan an event and with so much unknown I mean we could have just knocked 21 on the head and sorry, 2021 on the head, and, and just gone yeah. all the way to 2022. But we thought it was important mm -hmm. that sometime in 2021 to put something on for artists and musicians who haven't had anything for so long. So we were determined to kind of find a way. And we've basically come up with a sort of quite a flexible model where we're planning for 500 people. Mm -hmm. But, and 500 people can fit in the site easily, obviously. No and problem. They can be, we're, you know, we're about two meters, we're at least two meters. We're about apart. three meters apart. Three I can hardly apart. see you over there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, it's a, it's the size of a sort of football pitch really here. Um, but we can fit more people on here, in or in this area, if we, um, if we're allowed. You know, yeah. so if we can go up to seven fifty, we will. If we can go up to a thousand, we may do that. But uh -huh. it's not just about the physical distancing it's about the facilities it's about the kind of congestion at bars you know how how many people can how we deal with it actually yeah how many people can we make sure have a really good time and come oh. here and not feel that they're just sort of yeah. having to wait queue. around standing a long in a time queue is a festival thing isn't it you stand in a yeah. queue for everything yeah it's not it's not ideal not really so what you need right now no? we want it to feel special for people that come but at the same time we don't want it to feel like lonely <laughs> like they're the only ones here where's the crowd where are the people um but it will look very different i think when we can you give me any idea how different it's going to look well i can, can try i can try and visualize paint it. a bit of a You're picture artist, in words David. i know but I, words are it's, these are pictures <laughs> folks um we're going to build two stage I mean, this was a slightly radical idea i think we're going to build two stages in the middle of the ground so normally you'd have expect a stage to be at the edge and we thought for a long time that's what we were going to do um, but actually putting the stage in the middle I think will be really interesting because it will sort of create a sort of central tower almost that mm. people can kind of 
orbit around. The thing I was really worried about with such a big site was the kind of, you know, the school disco syndrome where you turn up to a big hall and everyone's kind of clustered around the edges and no one's in the middle. And uh, so I thought, well, we'll put the stages in the middle. We'll put them back to back, uh, one pointing towards the gas tower and one pointing towards the coast. And um, and then we're going to sort of alternate um, so the music. So then that makes swapping things over yeah. any wipe downs and stuff, that makes it reasonably easy. I Absolutely, you've got that little that. bit more time. So uh-huh. when one band is sort of playing a set, uh-huh. we're setting up the one for the, 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 the next stage and they're not, stages aren't playing into each other, they're sort of playing away from each other. So even if there's a little bit of overlap with the occasional clatter or buzz, you know, it's not okay. going to be a problem. And can you tell us who's coming? I do know Pictish Trail's coming and... Um, We're really excited you... to have Pictish Trail coming because normally, like, normally, Johnny from Pictish Trail, who's a real inspiration to me as a figure in the Scottish music industry, sort of, you know, part of the Fence Collective, which was such an influential um, movement in Scottish music. And then he went to Egg and set up his own record label, Lost Map Records, and... Um, and then set up his own festival there. And it's usually at the same time as Hidden Door, so I don't get to go, and uh, we can never <laughs> so get him got to come him and play. To you, to you. So now we've changed our times from sort of early summer to, to September, he's able to come, and he's dead excited about it too. So um, he's such a great guy, and I think he'll put on a really good show. I went and saw him play in Glasgow um, when live gigs actually happened. I think it was 2019 at some point. And it was such a good gig. It's so much, He has so much fun when he plays. So it's going to be a really upbeat opening night. And then the next night we've got um, a band from Manchester called the Orioles, who are um, a mainly kind of female kind of indie band. Um, and they're this thing great, quite beautiful, uplifting, jangly, dancey, upbeat kind of indie tunes. So that's going to be a kind of the guitar, the guitar night, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've got a lot of friends who want to come to that. And... Um, then on the Friday, we're kind of shifting it to a little bit more of a kind of disco, funk, Afrobeat kind of feel. We've got an amazing band called BBO Sound Machine, who are based out of London, coming up uh, to make us all dance. And they've played at Edinburgh Jazz and Blues Festival before. They've played Edinburgh a few times. So we've again tried to get them before. So uh, it's exciting that they're eventually coming up here. There's quite a lot of them, though. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a real party, and that's the real idea for the whole of the program. Actually, is that we're trying to put on an upbeat, really kind of positive feeling event, and we're going to push it to the max on the Saturday night. We're we've we're taking a different little sidestep for Hidden Door. We're moving into a more pop um, kind of territory than we would normally do with um, an amazing artist called Hannah Diamond. Um, who is one of these kind of pop personas who's kind of crafted a very kind of unique, quite quite kind of futuristic kind of pop persona for herself. Um, confusingly, she refers to herself as HD, and that's what we call Hidden Door. So it's going to be HD oh, no, at HD, HD. and uh, we're not going to know which one's which. Um, but I she, can see the posters now. Yeah, but she's, uh, I mean, she's, uh, I'm so excited about it. That's what I'm most excited about on Saturday night, just because it's, it's new, it's different, it's going to, I think, appeal to, you know, a younger audience as well. And it's it's clever pop music. It's not it's not commercial schmaltzy pop music. It's quite knowing 
quite it's smart stuff. So I think it's going to be a great, great night. And then we're going to close it off on the Sunday uh, with an electronic artist called Rival Consoles who we've worked with before at Hidden Door. He actually played at King Sables Road and he played at Leith Theatre. Uh, and we love him, so we thought it was great to bring him back. The sort of closing party... And the music is just, it's brilliant, it's really upbeat, quite euphoric kind of music and hopefully we'll have a great dance. I think, you know, after everything that we've been through, I just want to dance. Yeah, I think we all do. And of course, down here, I mean, apart from the seagulls, we're not really going to be disturbing anybody desperately, are you? Well, we've not so well, many close <laughs> neighbours. I know there's no, some ni- nice houses up behind us here at Granton. But yeah, we're not too worried about them. It's the, the Social Bike Village actually are, are our neighbours. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you know about the Social yeah, Bike Village, but it's a, mm-hmm. it's a homeless, um, it's a project to kind of help with the homelessness yeah. situation, giving houses uh, for people who've been homeless. Yeah. And They're called tiny houses. They are amazing they are. houses they're as well. Yeah, for they're two people. Each one's for two people. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah they're really, really great. Yeah. Uh, but they've been fantastic. Anyway, uh-huh. you know, um, social bite in terms of chatting with us, and uh-huh. we're just wanting to make sure they feel yeah, like included, included in part of it, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know that they know exactly what's happening. So it will be a bit of disruption for them, but hopefully yeah. they'll get a lot out of it. You know, yeah. and uh, maybe they can help you. Somewhere. Oh. Well, yeah, maybe but you can help them. You know, the other thing that I, I wanted to ask you about, that's not just all music. You've got lots of other stuff going on here too. Yeah, we do actually. Um, so when do, when do you put that on? In between times or all of, all the time? Or Well, Phyllis, this is maybe <laughs> where I give you a little, uh, little scoop here, but we're not just going to be using this site. So we have very we've right from the beginning i have to say right from the moment i was like looking through the railings at this derelict yard thinking about doing it was aware that there was another potential space very nearby that we could use too um i'm not gonna say drum roll coming on i'm not gonna say too much about it but we have uh an excellent add-on shall we say, to this site um, that we're going to use for our theatre and dance programmes. Um, And there's going to be some quite, I think it's going to be quite spectacular. Um, And it's covered, which is very nice. So even if there's a little sprinkle of rain, (laughs) yeah, even if there's a little bit of rain, we're going to be okay. So that's a nice thing as well. So yeah, we're going to have... Um, theatre provided by Tortoise in a Nutshell, who are an amazing Edinburgh theatre company, and they've, they're going to give us a fantastic um, theatre production of a show called Feral. Yeah, they're bringing um, that back, aren't they, after a number of years? That's right, yeah. yeah they, they produced it um, maybe four or five years ago, um, and we decided that it was a particularly apt kind of show for what we wanted to do here, so... We're, we're going to show that and we're putting together a dance programme. But these, these programmes are all taking a little bit... Well, we're just going to... We're going to basically announce our programmes one at a time. We're going to announce... We're going to announce a spoken word programme and we're going to announce a visual art programme as well. Uh, and now that we have a covered space, that completely changes how we can do visual art. Because mm. before we were sort of looking for visual art that would work outdoors, um, which... It's kind of challenging, really. I mean, um, with the kind of you know smaller smaller budgets that we have. 
But what we really want to do with, with all of it, including the visual art, but everything else as well, is support the kind of new and emerging artists who've, who've really been kind of pretty much, you know, left behind in all of this, um, you know, the sort of emergence from, from lockdown and the pandemic. So with the visual art, we want to show new graduates who've not had a chance for a proper degree show experience, not really got their art in front of actual visiting public and we want to give them that chance and same with dance and with spoken word as well so we'll be announcing that every couple of weeks we'll chuck another bunch of stuff out there so it's watch this space absolutely watch this space <laughs> hiddendoorblog.org is that your website it is our website we're actually yeah hiddendoorblog.org we're, we're kind of going to be changing our website domain confusingly quite soon but that one will still get you to wherever we go and you can so, find out details about tickets and everything Yeah, else. tickets will go on sale, I think, um, yeah, Thursday, 1st of June, if this is already... of July. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what even month it is anymore. Where am I? What am I doing? Yes, well, that's we're right. In, we're in this very interesting space in Granton, David, and I know that you and your team will make it into something even more exciting. With, I'm sure there'll be fairy lights and... You know, this gasometer, we've already seen it lit up with fireworks and things with uh, um, the help of Edinburgh College people uh, who actually use this site. So I'm sure you're going to do something quite uh, quite wonderful here. Yeah, the Edinburgh College have been fantastic in um, getting, getting involved with this project and letting us use, because this site is actually, you know, it's their site. Um, and even more excitingly, they're going to give us the controls for the lights and the gasometer so um we're gonna make it you have such such power now we're gonna make it sort of you know flash in all sorts of pretty colors in sync with the stage so when the stage is going red the gasometer will go red too and it should wow. make for quite an exciting uh quite an exciting visual spectacle i think it will be to go I along with all the dancing we're looking forward to september already but uh, david martin of hidden door thank you very much it's a pleasure thank you for chatting so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk